Is that a challenge? Do you find your thumb at us? Fine, let's have a duel. Challenge accepted. If you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over, if you wanna 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 go ride, if you wanna 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 come over. Hello and welcome to another episode. Another episode? Another episode. Another episode of the Dude or Else podcast, the weekly? Weekly! Weekly challenge podcast where two friends get together. Friends? Still, and do things. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Dustin. And I'm Ryan. We're your hosts of this weekly challenge podcast. Hi. Hi. Um, Dustin, we we just got to get right right at it. Mm -hmm. Our last episode was at the end of May. It is now the beginning of September. Why have we not made a show in three months? Partially, I think I went on vacation some. I think uh, I've been I've been just living my best life, but I don't think that's why we haven't made a show. Yeah. Um, kind of cutting to the meat of it. Uh, I've been going through a little bit of rough times where I haven't been feeling fun or wanting to feel like an entertainer. Um, uh Real quick. Here we go. I, uh, you know, got divorced, moved to Atlanta, new place. Then my dog died. Um, and it's just hasn't been a good place for me to be in a, a creative space to where, you know, I want to make something that people enjoy. It would have been really weird for you to weird. get on the internet and goof off. Yep. It would have been really weird. It would have, yeah. It would have been also maybe a little disrespectful to like the actual feelings I was going through and like the reality of the situation to put on a, put, yeah, put on a happy face and don't, I don't know. Fuck. What do you, like, what am I supposed to do? Just like pretend like nothing's wrong and yeah, I I guess we could have made like three months of just like, I don't know what, cause you're not capable. I think of like, you're not incapable of this, but you would not want to come on the show when you're sad. Mm-mm. I think if people go back to, I think, mid-May episodes, there's some dark ones. Yeah, even through March. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just... You just needed some time. Needed some time. And it feels like it's time. Feels like it's getting better. It's been getting a little better every day for a while, right? Uh, feels like it's time where I'm comfortable enough to just share that info with the world <laughs> yeah. and with you, buddy. Uh, but... Yeah, I Dustin We're, didn't tell me any of this. <laughs> Can you imagine? Surprise. You just moved to Atlanta. You've been here for three months, and I just didn't know. Mm-hmm. I could imagine that. Yeah, would be like a sociopath version <laughs> of Dustin. Yeah, uh, making the show without with with no change in emotion. That's that might be a sign of a sociopath. Sociopath. Yeah, so I got feelings. Don't you got feelings got and emotions. Feelings. Uh, there. Just, just not for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we decided to do in late May, because um, we kind of saw the way things were going, was to drink our sorrows away at a dive bar. And it took a surprisingly long time to actually do. Yeah. So this yeah. summer's challenge <laughs> yeah. was go to get a drink at a dive bar. Mm-hmm. And at some point in the summer, I think we did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I think it's time for interesting facts. 
Interesting facts. I like that shaman. Yeah, I changed it. That was good. It's season two. You know, yeah, I mean, it, if if we're embracing change, and I am this season of my life, why not throw a little shamalama? Shamanabam. Yeah, shamanabam ding dong. Uh, moving right into interesting facts, um, we're changing things up. We're going to have a little light discussion about visiting dive bars, right? We wanted to go see a go to a dive bar this summer. Yeah. And we yeah, we to, could bore the people with like the history of dive bars, I suppose. We could, but we're just going to give you all a little definition, right? Yeah. Wikipedia says. Yeah. Uh, heck yeah. Hell yeah. This is ninth grade English class. Uh-huh. A dive bar is typically a small, unglamorous, eclectic, old style bar with inexpensive drinks and may feature dim lighting, shabby or outdated decor, neon beer signs, packaged beer sales, cash-only service, and a local clientele. Now, most Americans are going to know that, but Dustin, we do have a reasonable listenership outside of the United States. So I don't know if they call what we call a dive bar everywhere. So I think that probably was helpful. Mm -hmm. A dive bar is the, the lowest of the low, the cheapest, chillest kind of bar. I associate dive bars with graffiti in the bathroom. Um, yes, and also a a vibe of uh, a vibe of maybe radical inclusiveness. Is that a word? Hey, that's really that is a uh, good vibe. The, and it's like uh, it doesn't matter when you say the lowest of the low. It's Jesus hanging out with the prostitutes and the tax collectors. Right? Oh yeah, it's real it's Garth like, Brooks friends in low places. Yes, Garth yeah. Brooks, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, same guy. Say, it's the same guy. Uh, that being said, okay, the precise definition of a dive bar is something that people can rarely agree on, I guess. That's true. Some... There's a lot of bars that I think of as dive bars, but I'm like, it probably isn't. It's probably a kind of a different thing. Yeah. So one, one, one of them, one argument is that it has to be below ground. It has to be a basement bar because a dive bar oh. dives below into which one dives below. Like the dive bar. Wow. Is... I can only think of one. That one you guys one. played a show in Athens. It's uh, not even there anymore. It is gone. I mean, the the space the is hole there, in the but there's no bar there. there anymore. What was it called? When we were kids, it was called like DT's Down Under. That was it. And yeah. then when we were slightly older kids, it was called like The Cave or something. Hmm. But yeah, it was like you had to go down below the street into like mm-hmm. a storm drain and there was a bar down there. Yeah. So that's I guess that's that's one way people define a dive bar. But like what do you what do you specifically think? I mean in your in your heart, what's a dive bar? It's so hard to say because I associate a lot of I was a weird uh kid, I should say. Like not strange. I think I got along with people fine. I had a regular social life, I think. Mm-hmm. But I was um surprisingly religious. Yeah. Uh, just like so, sort of self-imposed. It didn't come from my family or something, I mean. Mm-hmm. But like I just was self-imposed religious as a kid. And uh, I didn't drink until I was 21. Did nice. you know that? I didn't have my first drink until I think I graduated high school. Like I, whatever reason, I specifically was like, no, I'm going to drink and when I graduate. That's smart. And That's the right line. Yeah. I think 18 is the the appropriate age to start drinking. Yeah. I think it's weird to wait till you're 21. Um, I did have a couple beers in high school mm-hmm. at a couple moments. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think my sister <laughs> printed off like a fake ID for me once. I remember we had a spring break where you and I spring break together and we went to a party and I didn't drink a beer and you drank a beer. Did I drink? Yeah, I drank and a beer. I like, poured I'm half. I'm just holding it. I'm just holding it. I think it. I poured half of it out. <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. Ground. I remember yeah. you just saying like, I've just been I'm just holding, holding it. it. Yeah. I'm just holding this beer. <laughs> yeah. Because I just like, and, uh, I probably just should have drank it looking back. But whatever. We were silly kids we were and silly we kids. didn't drink. We were trying to be good boy, bad boys. So a lot of those early bars uh, at 21, those were college bars, right? And mm-hmm. I, I don't know that a college bar, uh, so I down at school in Milledgeville, like a, a, you've probably been down to mm-hmm. these bars like Buffington's mm-hmm. or Amici or the Brick or one of these college bars down there the um if i were in athens and i was in a, a car a bar like buffington's i really wouldn't consider it a dive necessarily now they did have like one dollar shots mm-hmm. really cheap drinks but that college bar and dive bar feel a little different definitely they they share the definition that wikipedia says of a local clientele so it's like is it just a cheap shitty bar because there are college kids that don't know the difference of like marketing material by the alcohol distributor or is this like shit on the wall that's been there for 25 years right like well and can a dive bar serve food this is what's really hard for me is a lot of my favorite right all of my favorite dive bars are restaurants because Mm. my favorite food is a dive bar club sandwich just a shitty bar club sandwich is one of my favorite things to eat Mm -hmm. Uh, as a kid i would drink that with like a blue moon now, maybe just in Miller High Life, I think I've gone down in fanciness uh-huh. for those. But uh, for so much of my life, uh, I lived in in or around downtowns where I could specifically walk to bars. Not because I had a drinking problem, but because I, I liked the nightlife. Mm-hmm. Which is, it's funny now. It, how old are we? When you were in... How old are we now? I'm 34, brother. Okay, I keep thinking I'm 32, it was but like I'm 10 years ago. I'm definitely 34. Yeah. So I'm 34. I don't go to bars so much anymore. We go to restaurants or something and get a drink. Uh, there's a lot less like going just to have a, a drink somewhere or 10 drinks. I don't know. You're, you're adding uh, food to the equation every yeah. time. I don't know who who or when I would just go and and just drink for the night until two in the morning. Would you do that now? I don't think no. No, 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 no. But. I could see myself at a Georgia game, right? Day drinking, eating the whole day until two a.m. Right, and then kind and of drinking. ending up in a bar and but staying think, in the bar. Yeah, but it's part go, of like this larger thing. You're not going to go out at eleven eleven p.m. and stay until two just drinking. No, I don't think I have the patience for that. I did that so much. That was such a big part of my like regular. Mm-hmm. That's just how life was lived. I would work as a waiter or a bartender, and I would come home, and I would change my pants. And I, yeah. I would go sit in a bar. Or go to a rock show and then go to another bar. Yeah. And then, like, so going back to just, like, diviness and definition, dive mm-hmm. bar used to be maybe derogatory. Now it's kind of like a badge of honor. And there's this guy. His name is, uh, if I can, what's his face? Author Todd Dayton. He says, dive bars are like pornography. Hard to define, but you know it when you see it. No, when you see it. Yeah, that's got to be right. So what is your kind of history with them? When did you start drinking in dive bars or do you do you avoid them? It's interesting. The dive mm-hmm. bar period of our lives, Dustin, you and I really weren't to we weren't really no, close. I was then. off in Colorado. Yeah. And I was at I was in a ski town. So like that dive bar, Cochevers. 
uh, Cochevers in Crested Butte, Colorado, was a shotgun, like skinny, old Western style bar with pool tables, darts. It's just really tight quarters. There's another bar called the Eldo that had like two levels and it's just like dark old wood that's just been stained over and over and over mm-hmm. again. And um, just tons of shit on the walls. PBRs and uh, a shot of shitty whiskey special for like five dollars uh there's like a five dollar lunch special at this pizza place where it's five dollars for a slice of cheese a tall boy pbr and a shot of shitty whiskey some sort of jameson probably that's amazing like old grow yeah i bet it's seven dollars now thanks to inflation but like that's (laughs) that was like my dive bar experience or um yeah uh going to bars in athens where well athens is such an interesting state because that's where we kind of crossed over for mm -hmm. a time yeah i was playing in bands in my early 20s and traveling in bands and pretty much any rock club that would have us at those at that time those were all dive bars there's Mm -hmm. no i mean but they were rock clubs right they were like a different thing they're indie they were like shitty little indie rock venues all over the country some of them clearly did not have licenses to operate. I remember <laughs> playing this one. Maybe this club is still there in like New York City, uh, like in Brooklyn. Uh, Goodbye Blue Monday. So it's named after a Kurt Vonnegut book. And there's no way this bar was like a real thing. It just was a hole in the wall nice. that some kids clearly had just taken over. And somehow they booked an Athens band to come play their, Sweet. their show. But they're just like a whole host of uh, horrors and delights all around the country in these in these shitty little bars. My very favorite, though, is in New Orleans, Louisiana, and I hope it withstood Ida. At this point, we don't know. Oh, man. We don't know what yeah. happened. Jeez. My brother and his family are actually on their way here right now. They've been in Pensacola for a couple of days, and okay. they're like, Did they, So they got be... out of the way before it? They got out there? of the way before it, but there's like no inter- There's no electricity, so they're like, okay, let's let's go back to Atlanta. The power's going to be out for weeks. Yeah. Right? I guess that's Something the idea. crazy? Yeah. So they're going to come here. We'll have them tonight, I think. But uh, there's a bar in New Orleans called... Now, there's a lot of these. Everybody's got one. But I think the very best, and this has to be the universal definition of a dive bar, is Snake and Jake's Christmas Saloon. In New Orleans. Have you been? Nope. I got to take you, if it's still standing. Snake and Jake's Christmas Saloon is essentially a dark, one-story shed in a residential neighborhood. Mm Mm-hmm. Should not be there. You just park on the side of the road in front of somebody's house. You go in. It's only lit by very dim red Christmas lights. Wow. Okay. Or like um, like those kind of orangey Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. That's like it. I think if you drink naked, you drink for free. Cool. <laughs> and the main drink that everyone has there is Schlitz. Oh, beer. Yeah. Schlitz yeah, malt yeah. liquor, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So Snake and Jake's uh, Christmas Saloon has... Is it a malt liquor? Like a Colt 45 type beer? Like Schlitz? a Mickey's, yeah. A Mickey's? Yeah. Okay. It, I thought it was just a shitty beer. It's okay. that It's that space where oh, it's where like beer a, and it's, malt liquor it's cross after, over. after like the Bud Ice, mm-hmm. but below yeah. uh, a weird Like Mickey's Big Mouth, drink. I think, is like the ultimate. <laughs> like It makes sense as, uh-huh, as a comparison. Uh-huh. Right. So, so I will end this bit there. Um, if you really want to know the true def- definition of a, of a dive bar, Snake and Jake's. Snake and Jake's. Cool. Dude, that was interesting. Yeah. Those weren't that many facts. Um, they're alternative facts. Yeah. 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 We're alternative. Uh, we got alternative lifestyles this now. This is an indie alternative <laughs> podcast. 
hosted by two elder millennials. <laughs> yeah, geriatric millennials. <laughs> is what I heard. It was. It were called. We're geriatrics now. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about what we did. Yeah. So let's talk about what we did during our dive bar retreat, our um, challenge of the summer. We yeah. To... It was early in your stay back in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Uh, you rode your bike all the way from your place to my place. Is that what happened? Is that how this I, started? I rode my bike to the Vortex. No, no, no. Five this points. Okay, we can talk about the Vortex one. So me and Courtney drove to the Vortex. You rode your bike there in the rain, right? It did. Yeah, it rained like the last three minutes of the ride because the i didn't quite qualify this as a dive bar the vortex in atlanta a lot of people will know there's two locations Mm -hmm. one on peachtree street in midtown peach tree street Street. in midtown and one uh on monroe no no moreland one on moreland in little five points little five that's been there that's the one that i remember from when i was a kid driving through atlanta and just seeing that big skull yeah, that Being big, like, awesome skull that? for what a door. That? that was probably like in middle school. And we had to wait you to know? get in. Yes, yeah. Um, Occupancy. It was probably at half half capacity. Oh, yeah, you might be right. Spaces, yeah, tables seemed like really spaced out. Okay. Um, and then uh, the Vortex is famous, I guess, for two things. For being a dive bar in Midtown, also for being a comedy club. And then also for its insane menu and crazy burgers. Good burgers. What did you get? What did you drink? What did you eat? Oh, I got a beer. I think we both got beer. I think I committed to a big PBR. Yeah, I think we got PBRs. You got the Elvis burger, I remember. And I yeah. just got the classic. like American whatever, cheeseburger. Whatever. Yeah, it was just like a classic cheeseburger with the fixins. Like a, a typical cheese, lettuce, tomato Onion, that's it. Yeah, I got something called an Elvis burger, which had peanut butter, w- bacon, peanut butter, bacon, banana. and bananas. Yeah, um, and I'm not blaming this on the vortex. It's not the vortex's fault. It's my fault for ordering mm-hmm. the Elvis burger, and also being of the mind that is not going to waste the food. And you ate the whole thing, didn't I you? I ate the whole thing. Yeah, I ate the whole thing. The whole. And I was thing. sick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just. Just like your, yeah. just kind of like your description at the beginning of the podcast of what wasn't going right in your life. Mm, yeah. uh, it wasn't going, there were a few things not going right in my life. For how many days following? It was order? just a day, but uh-huh. a day is enough to have things not go right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, and on a totally separate note, this, yeah. is, this is not related to what we're talking about here. Um, Courtney recently Googled uh, uh, why diarrhea burn. Diarrhea why why burn. diarrhea burn? Because, you know, it kind of burns sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we found out the answer is because um, diarrhea is often more liquid than solid. And is it draining from your stomach, too? Is the stomach acid you would your think poo-poo? You would think it would be some acidity or something. No. It's because uh, temperature conveys much faster through liquid. You can Your body can feel it. If you get into a 70-degree pool versus going out in 70-degree air, mm-hmm. the 70-degree pool Ooh. is much colder. Oh, colder. Yeah. 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 A 70 degree, or yeah. a 90-degree pool versus a 90-degree air, that 90-degree pool will feel much warmer, right? Uh, you're going yeah, 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 to yeah. get that feeling 
Um, 70 degrees seems so hot. Maybe I should when have I picked see it 50. On the thermostat, like, maybe oh I God, should have said be, 50. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm with you now. So Thanks. that's completely separate from my troubles. But why diarrhea burn? Because it's a liquid and your body can feel temperature through liquid and the heat through liquid so much faster. Wow. It's not because it's spicy. Huh. I looked up all this stuff, whether or not it was about yeah. spicy foods. And it was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, liquid content. That's wild. So we tried a second dive bar. We tried a second dive bar. Uh, because I don't really think the Vortex quite, we, it's complicated. Yeah, we felt like it wasn't a dive bar. And we had, yeah. to, we had to give it a shake. We had shake. table service. Like, yeah. that's a little weird. That's way too bougie to be and in Atlanta, a dive bar. I, in Atlanta, pretty much... There are very few just drinking establishments. I don't mm-hmm. think we, I don't know the liquor laws here, but in like in the suburbs where we grew up, at least 50% of your sales have to be food for you mm-hmm. to be uh, open and have a liquor license. Yeah. And it feels like in Atlanta, that might be the same thing. Uh, mm-hmm. There, there are a couple drinking establishments, but they're attached to eating establishments. And I think, or they're open late or something. I don't really know. Maybe they're nightclubs. Maybe they have some separate set of rules. Uh, like, and they sell entertainment. But even, like, a right. lot of the rock clubs sell food. Right. And don't strip clubs have steak specials and stuff? Like, they have their serving Ooh, food. Ooh, that should be a challenge. Like, no. Um, eat a strip club steak? <laughs> eat a strip club steak. Go over the... I'm getting the, the pork plate. Ugh. Uh, <laughs> at the cheetah at the cheetah lounge at the blue flame you get well you, you go lemon pepper wings at the blue flame that would be kind of cool now you're making it sound enticing it sounds strip cool club steak doesn't sound enticing. <laughs> but lemon pepper wings at the blue flame that does i've never done that and that sounds very atlanta lemon pepper wings i don't think we have the blue flame sounds like a band i don't think we have the money we need to throw around there so we rode both of us rode our bikes yeah to we're the at second bars we're going to dive bars. The, both of us rode our bike to the second bar. We went to 97 Astoria. Yeah. Over in Cabbage Town, right outside the Crog Tunnel. The Crog Tunnel, if you don't live in Atlanta, never have. It is a, a tunnel underneath a train track, mm-hmm. fully enclosed tunnel uh, with tons of graffiti. Maybe 400, 500 feet long. Yeah, that you will see in every Marvel movie. This tunnel will be... The back, yeah. you'll be in, they'll say they're in Marrakesh or something. They're just in the Krog Street Tunnel. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man is doing something in New York. He's just in the Krog. He's in the he's subway. In he's he's in, just yeah. in the Krog Tunnel. It's just a little tunnel, mm-hmm. and it's in every Marvel movie you've mm-hmm. ever seen. Um, a few years ago, the somebody somehow had rented out the Krog Tunnel to host a Halloween party. Interesting. Wow. And all, because like, oh, and look at all the art and stuff, right? It's so grungy and cool. And all the, you know, all the people who paint that tunnel are, live in the neighborhood. I used mm-hmm. to live right there. And they went, and in one night, they covered the entire thing in gray paint. All the local artists did, oh, just whoa. as a fuck you. Like, you can't you can't sell our shit, man. That's so punk rock. <laughs> yes. That's so cool. So it was just completely gray uh-huh. painted in one night. Which That's is really so sick. great. Yeah, That's pretty so cool. funny. Yeah. Um, so 97 Astoria, right there, very much in line with that culture of Cabbage Town. Cabbage Town, like, very quickly gentrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it was a very yeah. different neighborhood 15, 20 years ago. It's a very different neighborhood now. Uh, but but the, it's a historic district, right? Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to have to stay within those design, those tiny those tiny little design. Yeah, those classic mandates, little those 19, 
thirties, uh, shotguns and, mm-hmm. and kind of Atlanta, Atlanta, like general homes, post-war homes too. Um, but at the time it was weird cause we had both just been vaccinated. Yeah. Yeah. Recap. This is still in like what? June-ish. Yeah, and, and the like, world was a little different. People were optimistic about the vaccines. The Delta variant hadn't kicked off. Didn't we like we went to like an Atlanta United game and like it was the first time like we didn't wear masks to something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like walking, walking with you know walking with a mask on to go get a beer. Mm-hmm. But the rules say you can take your mask off to drink and like once you reach your seat or whatever. Yeah, and everybody's screaming and cheering, and it's like oh, okay, well. Hopefully, at least we're all vaccinated. Right. The people that are, it, it feels kind of a self-selecting thing, like, or, or maybe not, but I at least felt comfortable because I was vaccinated, and I still do. But, I still do, too. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not, we're not going indoor bars. We were uh, 97 Astoria, great dive bar, but it was all they wouldn't let outdoor us in. service. Yeah. We're all drinking in the, the in the parking lot. Parking lot, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this this summer, I will say, I switched to like tequila and rum drinks and like vodka drinks. Oh, okay. I've switched you're away like a, from beer like as the summer has progressed. Boy. Yeah, I think liquor is making me feel better than beer and wine. Less full. Less full. Less sick. Less mm. less hungover. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe just drinking better. less in general. Yeah, you can just have two rum drinks and then you're just you're good to go. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So that's what I did at the story. What'd you do? What were our drinks? I didn't even... I don't know. I'm not a connoisseur. I don't have like a drink log. I think I probably just got a beer. Okay. Like a tall boy. <laughs> they, had a, they had tall boys. Yeah. it's And 97 Astoria serves like food though. They serve really good, like sometimes vegan option food mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Kind of making... I mean, it's definitely a dive bar. Like it oh, smells yeah. vi- faintly of piss. Like it's Bathroom's covered in gross. graffiti. But Lots like, of good graffiti. But it serves like really great food. Really good, great tater tots. Good vegan burrito. Yeah. So so that's that's kind of the experience of us trying to get back out there to the dive bar as much as you can during a pandemic. It was fun to hang out with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's uh, – what comes next? We review it, right? That's what we do. We I can't remember how to do this show. Let's review it. Hit the ukulele. Every week on our show, we create a custom review scale to review our custom challenge. No two challenges are alike, and thus no two scales could ever be alike. The responsibility for creating this incredible scale falls to one dude, one bro, one red-headed snakeskin boot motherfucker, Mr. Dustin Graham. What's our fucking scale, man? Woo! I'm a real slumdog millionaire, you know? I'm feeling like a million rupees. Just and I'm not gonna do it. Don't do the impression. I'm not gonna do it. Thank you. This scale is so dive bars. You know, got a lot of graffiti. You've already thought of the scale, right? Yeah. Dive bars have a lot of graffiti on the walls. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, the men's room, there's a there's a, a stereotypical like graffiti set. Okay. Okay. And that's like you've got the call, or it's like. Now I sit here broken hearted, came to ship and only farted. Right. There's you've got the you've got the uh, somebody drew a swastika a and somebody erased the swastika and uh-huh. then a, a lot of people are calling each other assholes. Yeah. On the whole swastika post. Yeah. Some will be like, you know, like 
Biden sucks cock or like like Trump mm. 2024. And then somebody like, will write fuck yeah, over that. Or like a big dick. Or, uh-huh. You know, there's definitely a few dicks. There's like, for a good time, call my buddy Brian. I really like the collaborative <laughs> nature to um, bathroom graffiti where it's just like somebody posts something and then and then other people are reworking it. And so some things you can see have yeah. gone through like several like the generations Reddit. of drunk creativity. I think somebody wrote my name in a bathroom in our high school once. Yeah. Or my phone number or something. You did that. Okay. (laughs) That makes sense. That caused me some heartache. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. Yeah. So how many, uh, let me get a whiteout pen and start putting your name in in places you don't like a whiteout pen. I haven't used a whiteout pen on a scale from one to 10 whiteout. Okay. How, how how many whiteout pins do you give this? On a scale of one, dude. And 10 whiteout pins is a great experience. Going to a dive bar, no matter when in my life, uh, no matter where I am in the world, is always going to be a 10 out of 10. Mm. I really mm. like going to a dive bar. I like the pace of it because it's not slow. We're not going to a cafe. We're not getting a coffee. We're not uh, like there's a there's an element of danger to it, but then there's this yeah. huge element of just rest and relaxation. Let your hair down. Nothing nothing matters here. Freak no, flag flying. Freak flag flying. And yeah. then there's always something to watch. There's always something going on. You might make a friend. Might see a uh, fight. You might watch a sport. There's yeah. like a whole lot going on at dive bars. Remember, we spent like we spent half of the summer at Midway Pub just watching basketball. Yeah, the Hawks. Yeah, and like so, there's just. Yeah, it's always going to be a 10 whiteout pan for me. Whiteout pans. I'm going to give it a 7. Because it was good. Well, but why do I'm you give not, it a 7? I'm, I'm not like, I don't have the dive bar culture experience that you do, I guess. Um, and I feel like I have, have not been drinking that much lately, which is good. Um, but when I do drink and I'm, I get to sit and talk, as opposed to like just, I mean... I've never been one to go to a bar by myself. So, yeah, like, I, I'm not a like I've never, I've never been one to go to a bar moment. by myself either. Yeah. I don't think I don't think. I recently ate a, a grilled chicken salad at yeah. a restaurant bar by myself and I felt very uncomfortable the whole time. Uh-huh. Yeah. I I would go to Walkers in Athens a mm-hmm. lot and I would work from Walkers, start with coffees, have lunch, then like around 4 o'clock, I'm having a beer by myself working. You know, that's pretty cool. It was pretty cool, but that that was different because I was like working, and it didn't feel like a dive bar scenario where a dive bar does what you said. There is like an element of dirty danger, mm-hmm. like kind of grungy, um, which I've never really sought. I guess. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. So I I lack the. Do you feel like a tourist? Yes. You don't seem like a tourist in a dive bar. You seem like you know what to do. Well, I know how like to you be know uncomfortable the with people, sure. Okay. Don't be a dick in public, right? All right. Like, like so you are a little get... bit of a tourist in a dive bar, and I was bo- I was born in the dark. You were born, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in the dark. Yeah. How does he say it? He's like, I was born. I need to, I need to... Why would you? Oh, hello. That's good. I was born nearly adopted the darkness. Was he? Yeah, it's like... Uh... Yeah. Well, make, make it about a bar, though. Your dive bar... You're just riveting the dive bar. You can't hear me because I'm talking into this ukulele hole. <laughs> that didn't work great, that but I appreciate the great. effort. Hello. 
Hey, what's up? Hey, it's me, Bane. Hey, Bane. I'm here at the dive bar. Hey, Bane, thanks corner. for coming, man. Thanks. Can I get you anything to drink? Do you have a crazy straw for my cocktail? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. How does he get it in the mask? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, you give it seven out of ten. Seven. Yeah. Let's uh let's pick next week's challenge. I just challenge. wish there wasn't a pandemic and we could have gone outside to a booth as opposed to right. a, a a patio chair that left diamond-shaped impressions on my butt cheeks. Yeah. Well, I think we just have to go to fancier bars. Okay. Maybe maybe the dive bar period has is is sunsetting. Mm. And uh the fancy bar period is 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 rising. Mhm. I could walk into that morning light of the fancy one drink cocktail bar. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's seventeen dollars. Nice. I'm Fuck. going to bed at ten thirty. <laughs> oh, good night. It's like, all right, <laughs> all right. Let's pick next week's challenge. should go break into the Banksy art exhibit over the weekend. What? Wait, Banksy is coming to town? Yeah, our next challenge, next week's challenge, we're going to break into the Banksy art exhibit. I'm not going to do that. Why not? Banksy would do it. I'm not. <laughs> dude, I'm not going <laughs> to. We could, we could probably try to get tickets. I bet they're super expensive. I'm not going to go. Br- yeah, we could buy tickets to go to an art exhibit. But let's break in. Let's sneak in. Let's pretend to be like, like, Oh, I lost my backstage pass. This, I'm actually Banksy's agent. And nobody knows that you're not. Right. Just say I'm Banksy's agent. I read a I read an article about this Banksy show coming to town. Yeah. It Banksy should be pretty does sweet. not approve. Yeah. Um like are these just How do purchase? they know he doesn't approve? Is he I, like I a know. known figure now? No. Does it, it's I like bet William Shakespeare. I think there's like a level uh that where they do know. Oh, it's a it's like William he Shakespeare. He's like William Shakespeare. He's like, was William Shakespeare one person or was he multiple people? He was is, one person. He was like Banksy a known one person. William Shakespeare was a famous person artists. in his day. Oh, uh, no. William Shakespeare was not 10,000 years ago. People mm. knew him. Mm-hmm. But the actual work that he did. He owned a theater, the Globe. <sighs> then why do I have this Mandela on effect the memory that like people Thames, don't think Thames? The Thames? Why? Times. Times on the times. Tell me, am I am I misbelieving that? So it is often thought that perhaps not everything attributed to Shakespeare was written by Shakespeare. Huh. Okay. But he was not mm. a, a secretive, unknown character. He was a he was a very much a man in the world. He was like I don't know, like Ben, like just because I haven't met Ben Affleck, like I know. <laughs> but, but I mean. I know this sounds stupid, but like, yeah, they're basically the same, right? Ben Affleck, ben and Affleck Bill Shakespeare, and William Shakespeare, but same not guy. Banksy. Banksy is just we don't know Mystery. him. So, but the, some of the talk is: is he one guy, or is he a bunch of different artists? But I feel like under you a Banksy like like an Andy Warhol type team effort. I don't want to go to the Banksy exhibit, but I think you, I think you know what the challenge has to be. We should do our own graffiti. Yeah, we should do a graffiti episode. Yeah, and we'll go to the Krog Tunnel, which we already mentioned. Yeah. And we'll we'll try not to cover up anybody's cool art. We'll cover up somebody's like 
name. It doesn't matter. You can cover up whatever, whatever you want down there. But let's do yes. Yeah, as long as it's little... not new. Don't cover up something new, I feel like. Yeah. Let's do some graffiti. 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 And challenge. let's try to do good, I guess. Yeah, let's do street. I art. do so bad in the art challenges, but I, I will try I will try to do good at this. Nice. Okay. Okay. I got some I got some ideas already. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Okay. Well, we will see you guys hopefully next week. I really feel like we might release two episodes in a row. Sheesh. Uh, sheesh. <laughs> sheesh. Why do people touch their arm right there? Sheesh. Blood in my veins. Blood or in ice my, in my veins. Ice, ice in, my, in veins. my veins. Blood in my veins. Ice in yours. Uh, but yeah, it's ice in my veins. And is that a person? No, no. Ice. Like, I'm I'm so cold. I'm cold-blooded. You got diamonds in your veins? No, I'm like cold-blooded. I'm like, I'm dangerous. But why do you sheesh. say sheesh? Because I'm fucking nine and it's fun oh okay because it is what do, fun have what do you done nine it year olds need to be have you done it with like a group of cold for how hard are these kids growing up well today like, okay in this world? make them a 12 year old 12 year olds gotta be hard gotta be hard in this world sheesh did heart. you were you not you really weren't was, that hard no, of a 12 I was a, year old I was a very soft sensitive fast boy i would run around to run away from my feelings i would fight you were a fighter yeah yeah sheesh, sheesh. we'll see you guys next week yeah sheesh. see you next week she's oh god it was the 69th episode we didn't even talk about Butter it jam. it's a funny Woo. number it's the funniest number dude hey congratulations way to go man how uh nice how thick do you feel <laughs> nice 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 uh, just that's what she said playing or just saying nice look at those numbers if you think they're people... Oh, is this, is this going to be Borat? What? <laughs> Are we close to Borat here? No. Uh, hello? That number's silly. Oh, it's Ollie G. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's a gross number. Anyways, the winner of the slogan contest will be announced. Sheesh! Next week. <laughs>